JD Talking Sports. It is Wednesday, hump day, March 25th, 2020. Tomorrow, baseball season will be starting, so Major League Baseball is going to show a classic game from every franchise. My buddy Chris says, I talk about, there's nothing to talk about except football. I mean, I could talk about the coronavirus, but what's the point of doing that? Because right now, a lot of stuff happening. We watched Heart to Heart last night, which I watch. I love that show. So it's on Cozy. And on this show, it was 50 cents for an ice cream and 30 cents for a can of soda. The music at the beginning. I just watched Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, and it was not good at all. I glided this morning, watched the whole movie, and I just have to say there was a lot of fighting, and I didn't care for I mean, I like the characters, but the movie was just, yeah, it was just not good. It was not good at all. I don't recommend it. I say skip it. Skip it if you can. It's just, there's something definitely missing right there. Yeah, of course my nose is going crazy, so sorry about that. Just having a... And my buddy Bill, his whole family is sick, which really sucks. And I said, how are you doing today? And he said, achy, and he can't, he has no taste. So I was like, oh, that's wonderful. No taste, no taste at all, huh? So he didn't even really talk to me today. He said, he's achy, and that's the end of that, and blah, blah, blah. We're in, end of story right there. So I can multitask when I do this stuff. So I wish him Bill and his family health and happiness. Be safe, everybody. We just wanted to get some stuff, but stay inside. If you can't, just stay inside. And... You know, and I do my podcast yesterday, and God damn it, it freaking, right after I put it up, Thor needs Tommy John surgery. And I keep, that's what I wanted to ask somebody. I wanted to ask Link or whatever. How do these athletes keep getting Tommy John, having problems with their arms? It's like, can't we get to a point where we can work on it so that these guys don't all blow out their goddamn arms? I mean, think about it. You lose almost two years as a professional athlete. That's a lot of time, and that's a lot of earning power that you probably can never get back. And it's very interesting. So they said uh, he had discomfort in his elbow. Uh, Brody uh, Wagonen said two weeks ago before he was suspended. And now he is, They revealed, MRI revealed the ligament tear. And a second opinion by Dr. Neil Altrache confirmed the diagnosis. Surgery will be Thursday, which I thought was like, hey, you know, how does he get this? But it doesn't fall into the coronavirus. So he's going to be getting surgery actually tomorrow, a special surgery. And could be out until next April. It's going to be longer than that. Typical rehab is 14 to 15 months. Now listen to this. He's the fifth member of the te- team's heralded Big Five, which included Jacob deGrom, Stephen Matz, Matt Harvey, and Zach Wheeler all had Tommy John surgery. He also tore his last two seasons ago. He went 10-8 and eight with a 4-2-8 ERA, 32 starts last season. Going to become a free agent after next season, which means basically it uh, kind of sucks. And he'll be, what is he, I mean... How old is Syndergaard right now? I think he's like 28 now. I'm not 100%. And I'll, uh, I'll go with Chef Gloves when I do this. Syndergaard. He is 27. He'll be 28. Okay. So he'll be 29. He still has a couple good years ahead of him. He hasn't made great, great money yet. So, I mean... I think he's on a one-year deal. Yeah, he agreed to a $9.7 million arbitration. So he's going to make $9.7 million this year, but it's going to affect next year. 
you know, it's interesting. These guys, you know, play a long time. I'm trying to think how much money he's made. He's made... On us. One year he made six million. Yeah. So he's gonna make more the last two years than he's made his whole freaking career. It's not letting me open this up. I'm trying to find his career cash out. So he's made eleven million going into this season. So he's gonna make twenty million dollars in his career, which isn't a lot when he's been playing. He's got a signing bonus of two thousand ten. Really one, two, three, four, five, five years. Yeah. Yeah, it comes and goes. It's, that's really crazy. So that's the end of that front for the Mets. We're going to see how that's going to end up. But I just wanted to, I was going to ask people, like, how does this constantly happen? Like, you know, why can't we find guys and show them to throw a better way? Because these guys all keep blowing out their arms. Has to be a little better way to get this done. So right now they had six starters for five spots. So now it's going to be DeGrom, Marcus Stroman, Steven Matz, Rick Porcello, or Porcello and Michael Waka. Also, you have David Peterson, the first-round pick from 2017, who is expected to begin the season AAA. You've got Seth Lugo, Robert Gesellman. And I think, I think Peterson also had Tommy John surgery. I mean, just crazy. They want to keep, old, they want to keep Lugo and Gesellman in the... Yeah, I think Peterson had uh, Tommy John surgery. I'm almost positive. Went to Oregon. Oh, okay. So no, no, he's been healthy. Good. Thank God. I like seeing guys that are healthy like that. And then Robbie Anderson is reuniting with his coach at freaking Temple. Matt Rule got a two-year, $20 million contract with the Panthers. He's going to make $12 million next year. I was like, okay, they got rid of him, but then they got Brashad Perriman, who had one good year, fourth team in five seasons. He, uh, he's got a one-year deal worth of $8 million with $6 million guaranteed. Last year was his big, I talked about it before, was his big year, 26-year-old, 36 catches, 36 receptions on 69 targets, 645 yards, and six touchdowns, 6'2", 215. He once ran a 4-1-9-40 at a, at a pro day in 2015. But he didn't really put it together this year. I guess we'll see what happens. He, he missed his first year with the Ravens with a knee injury. Didn't do much the next two years. Went to the Browns. Just saw 20% of his uh, freaking snaps. Last year was his first freaking year where he actually played the whole goddamn stuff. I don't know. I'm not a 100%... Sold on him, Robbie Anderson at least. You know, I don't know. They didn't get him the ball enough. Two years ago, last year, he had an okay year. But the year before, he played. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen. They're going to have freaking... That's going to be uh, Bridgewater's main guy to get the ball to. So we'll see how that works out. And then we have... Oh, and I saw Beastmore was in an episode of Westworld. I was like, oh, all right. And NFL, you know, they just... They have to have the draft going. Even though, that you know... People are against it. People, uh, general managers, you know, everybody's concerned. Facilities closed, but they gotta have the draft go on. You know, the, some teams, you know, getting, you know, they, they have to work from home. 
owners and legal offices keep the drafters plan, of course. It is. The owners want it because it's about the money. they got to show everything's okay. But that the... And Sam Farmer reported of the LA Times reported Saturday the event will not be held in LA in Vegas as scheduled. And also, they're going to do... A, the, they decided that if it's working, they're planning to incorporate charitable efforts to help increase relief funds for those significantly impacted by the COV... C, uh, COVID-19, the I don't know, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. More details will be forthcoming in the coming weeks. I I don't know. I you know, league has been made changes. You know, without there's no in-person visits, physicals away from teams, uh, away from team facilities. Club headquarters will close 6 p.m. today per Goodell. So I don't know why if they're doing all this shit, why the draft doesn't go on. But the draft, the plans all the draft in some type of studio setting with cut-ins from the headquarters of the teams making the selections at a given time. Per uh, Schefter and Rossini, I think a lot of owners aren't sold on keeping it on schedule. Of course, the power owners are calling the shots. Plus, add to the fact that April is going to be the toughest month with this virus. It's really a poor look. I agree. I just think that there's more important things right now. But Goodell and fucking Jerry Jones and the rest of the freaking power, the, the white power, because it is. It's all white fucking owners. The only, you know, it's ridiculous. Right now, it's not the time to talk about it. Just like, you know, right now, let's just get through, let's just get through March 25th. Let's stop getting ahead of ourselves. You don't know what's going to happen. And to start planning ahead when you don't know when it's not even contained yet. I just think we can't go on at business as usual until we get this under control. And I just think right now, you know, it's crazy. You know, I mean, these, you know, the free agents, I'm talking about freaking players and such. But let's get everything under control. I mean, baseball is going to show classic games. I mean, let me ask you a question. Because I was asking, you know, People, the only one who responded was, was LG. I, I was asked, I should have sent it to everybody, but what, what does she love about sports? She goes, March Madness, which I agree with. She goes, I love basketball, and really love the possibility of an underdog shining on the big stage. She, get, she said, get, unless against UNC, LG and I went to grad school together at UNC. Her daughter just got into UNC. She goes, I love feeling like I'm a part of the game. If we don't pop popcorn, heels may lose. Or if we don't give uh, Baco the elbow, his free throw may not go in. Uh, back it, I'm sorry. My family watches and cheers and invests and is a little lonely not having that common activity and stress relieving participation. And baseball, well, it is a little boring, but that's great because I can have it on engage when I want to and like to get quickly caught up. She says the news is intolerable. The reruns are depressing because the reruns and remind me of time where we are not. She doesn't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but she said, I just miss sports. And she said her son has just started baseball season. Uh, it's a it's a coach pitch, which is kind of cool, and I miss playing on my tennis league, and all of that is on hold. And I, you know, when I hear that, and that's what I that's what we all miss. We all miss watching the games and you know getting excited about watching sporting events and everything. And I mean, you know why they want to put the draft on? Because there's nothing on right now. That's the thing, and they want to they want to they want to capitalize on it. They think they're going to have the most. Listen, you could show two cockroaches right now on television. If you show dog dog races, I'm telling you. If someone, you know, the athletes can't do it because, but if you put put something together, even if it was like two brothers putting on a basketball tournament, you know, that's a thing too. Maybe get, that would be good for the NBA if they let them do it. Let them play some one-on-one games or game. You know what they used to have? They used to have horse. I remember when I was a kid, they would have NBA players play horse against each other. You play horse, no one's going to get crazy hurt. So maybe have, play, you know what, that would work. Put Let NBA players be in separate locations. And let them put on a game of horse against each other. So one guy's take a shot from his house. Another guy takes a shot from his house. And I'd, we could watch some of the best players play horse against each other. And that I would watch. That'd be kind of cool. Instead of just sitting home and doing jack shit. Why not have games of horse against each other? 
I think that'd be, I would watch that. And how about this, the rich get richer? How about this? Los Angeles Clippers owner Steve Ballmer just bought the form in Inglewood, California. According, according, according to Adam Grief of the LA Times, Ballmer reached an agreement with the Madison Square Garden Company, owned by James Dolan, to buy the building for $400 million in cash yesterday. $400 million in cash. Because he wants a he wants a true home court. He wants to move out of Staples, and he wants the Clippers ever in their own arena. So James Dolan just got $400 million in cash. Yeah, that's what he owned. He owned the freaking Forum in Inglewood. How about that? And I didn't know about this about Greg Popovich. In 72, he was one of the last cuts of the U.S. Olympic team. As an assistant coach in the team that finished sixth in the 2002 World Championships in Indy and settled for a bronze at Athens in 2004, and he was on the bench for what was widely regarded as the country's two low points in the modern era of the international game. You know, so he was on the bench. Then came China, waited more than a decade to finally serve as head coach. He didn't have a shortage of players, and they finished freaking, what, they finished seventh? Which is crazy. Seventh, crazy. Seventh, crazy. And now this is the thing. Now next year they're supposed to have the team and Colangelo said he's going to come back. Popovich has said he's going to go back. See, I don't know where Greg Popovich went to college. Greg Popovich. Where did he go to college? Because I was always curious where he... So he, he was one of the last cuts. Went to Air Force. So he was one of the last cuts. Huh? I knew he went to some military school. So he's going to come back. Colangelo's going to come back. But we don't know how the next season's going to play. It could be a summer start because of everything that happened. So they might not be even they might not be available to even coach the Olympics because I don't think if they start in June, will they let them take off in July? I don't think so. So when nobody knows the NBA calendar, which is going to put it at like, I guess we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, well, Steph Curry, he's, he hasn't played late in the Olympics. LeBron James would be freaking 36 and his, and his 18th season would he come back to the Olympics so I don't know I mean that kind of sucks right Popovich finally would get his big shot I mean you can't listen we can't control this shit it's, it's out of our hands but still very interesting and and I love Mark Stein of the New York Times always puts good stuff up he says Greg Popovich remains 64 wins shy of Don Nelson an NBA record of 1335 victories as coach now Nelson never won a title won a lot as a player with the Celtics but never won as a coach the Spurs, who are league leading one of 23 consecutive playoff appearances in jeopardy, right now are in 12th place in the West, 27 and 36, four games out of a playoff spot behind Memphis, who is 32 and 33. So 22 straight years, the Spurs have made the playoffs, and this is the first. That that's consistency. That's what teams should look for. That's what every franchise should look consistency, because you want to be a chance to get in the show every year, not like the Knicks and the Nets and the Jets and the Giants and the freaking yeah. That's basically it for a local team and the Devils. And the Rangers have been on and off. Islands have been playing better. But that's what you want, consistency in a franchise and good ownership, which we don't have locally. Well, yeah, Mets no, Jets no, Giants. I just think they made bad coaching decisions. I think Judge could be the real deal, though. Knicks no. And Nets are going to get better. I just don't know if Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, I think, would coach himself if he could now. Seven teams can claim a plus-minus rating of at least plus 10 in the standings, which is calculated by subtracting a team's total home losses from his total road wins. So the Bucks lead at a plus 22, which is pretty impressive. The Lakers are plus 18, Raptors are plus 14, Clippers are plus 12, Celtics plus 11, Nuggets plus 10, and the Jazz plus 10. So that's good. Those are the best teams right now, and I think the Bucks 
Bucks Lakers could be the finals. And how about this? Mitchell Robinson is on course to break a league record for a single season field goal percentage at 74.2%. With Pat Wilba still 72.7. I've talked about this in the past that he did in 72-73. And people are, you know, Robinson is curious how the league is going to address record book matters if the coronavirus prevents the season from resuming. Listen, the shortened season is still, I mean, they, it's not like they've played 20 games. They played a lot of games this season. How many games? That's what I wanted to see. How many games NBA standing? How many NBA standing? Let's see about that. I think they played 58 games, 59 games. NBA standings. No. God damn it. How come this thing doesn't do what I want it to do? Okay, the Bucks, 65 games. So it's not like they've played like 20. That's a, that's a season. And this is this this cracks me up. So Seth, Seth Curry, Steph's brother, is shooting 45.3 percent from the from three. And has moved in the top spot in career three-point percentage among active players at 44.3%. He's a full percentage percentage point ahead of his brother, Steph. And actually, Steph Curry is now third behind Seth Curry and Miami's Duncan Robinson, 43.8%. But listen to this. This is where it's a crock of shit, this whole statistical thing. Now, Steph Curry, who has played in just five games of the Warriors this season, has attempted 5,739 three-pointers in his career, that's 470 and 53 more than Seth than than Seth Curry's, which is 986. So you're talking about you're going by a guy who's shot 986 career three pointers. I, that's what I when I see this stuff, I'm always like, oh, he's a career three point leader because he just became because he just met the requirement the the minimum requirement to have this record. So I take it with a grain of salt. And Robinson's played has just had 578 career attempts. So. It doesn't mean anything. He hasn't played in big games where he's had to take those shots. And then I saw Kenyon Martin Jr. is declaring for the draft. They said he is freak, extremely athletic post. What he's, he averaged 20 points and eight rebounds for IMG. He did a postgraduate year instead of going to play at Vanderbilt for Jerry Stackhouse. They said he's an extremely athletic post who has, shown, uh, who has shown significant improvement over last year. He's undersized for a power forward, but freak athleticism make ups for it. Strong kid, but not maxed out physically. So he's a guy you can take potential on. Has decent jumper out the elbow and has proved his back-to-basket game. But this is the thing. Stan Vicini of Athletic didn't have Martin in his two-round mock draft on March 19th. That was that was before he declared. I just and his father his father was number one trip pick in the draft. Played 15 years, went to two NBA Finals with the Nets. I just think these guys contribute, but helped him a lot. I mean, I don't hear Kobe when I hear, hear this guy. I don't hear freaking. I don't hear Kobe. I don't hear freaking Giannis. I don't hear Kevin Garnett. And, you know, I just feel like go to college for a year. Get your feet wet. I think these kids come. I know some kids aren't meant to go to college. I agree. But they're also not meant to go play basketball because they're going to be done. I just think it's a man's game, and I don't think everybody's ready for it. But, you know, he's, he thinks he's ready. He played IMG for a year, which isn't NBA. Cole Anthony is the latest desire. He's not, he's not coming back to UNC. Come on. LG with agree, agree with me. And I'll tell you, I wasn't, there's things he did, but I wasn't overly impressed. He needs to work on his shot, his shot making. You know, I, I, I thought he didn't take over games. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not good. Yeah, it's just, yeah, not good, not good. I, I, I just feel like these guys should say in school, get a little more, Everybody comes out. There's guys who come out at the right time. Other guys that could use a little seasoning. And I think Kenny Martin Jr. could use some seasoning. I think Cole Anthony could use another year. And he's got his dad as his, you know, you know, telling him, 
talking to him. I don't know why his dad's not telling him to stay another year. But then you're afraid of getting hurt. You lose the money. I'm not in that situation. I, I, I can't really say. I just feel like sometimes they could stay in school for a year and just think about it. And, and Kyler Perry's telling Nick's not to give up on Kenyon. Kevin Knox saying, you know, he came in the draft as the youngest guy. He was a little immature, but he still could show potential. I don't know. He took a drop this season. I He's disappeared in more games than he's done. Defense isn't great. He hasn't shown that, you know, taking that step up in his game. He was injured before the season started. I I, I wasn't impressed. I think it can become someone else's. There's another guy who could have stayed in school, and they took him on potential. And a lot of times you take a guy on potential. For every guy that turns out to be a win, there's more that turn out to be a big miss. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I was wondering what Rock thought about that one. I'm not a, I'm not a 100% sure on that front. Yeah, it was so funny. So I put up my show. I'm like, God damn, Thor, Tommy John, freaking the uh, Robbie Anderson goes to the Panthers and the Chargers have the new logo, which is basically, I don't know, just like the Rams. I don't give a fuck. The Rams are going to read mean tweets, supposedly. Yeah, Calipari, you can say all that you want about he's going to work hard, work hard, work hard. I, I don't I don't see it. I don't feel that he is that guy. I, I, He takes longer to develop. I don't think in this day and age you have a lot of time. You're going to give that much time to guys. They have to show you something that's worth developing them with, and I don't know. Yeah, and uh, Cam Newton's back at the gym. He's, hey, he's hungry. He's hungry. Aren't we all hungry? And Deshaun Watson put, I don't know how I'm, how I'm going to make it out of here clean. Can't even keep track of who plays for the other team. I kind of threw his rip and split at the seams. He was doing a Drake. So I guess he's quoting Drake. I, I'm, I'm not a good rapper, so I apologize for that. But, you know, he's talking. Jag's going to sign Tyler Eifert, who's been very injury prone with the, with the Bengals. And he's had a couple good years, but he's been injured more than anything. Oh, I found so delicious dairy-free salted caramel cluster. Phenomenal. So good. So, so delicious. So freaking good. The NFL draft is going on as planned. Are we shocked about that? No. And also, NYC Department of Health is bending over backwards telling people the rim jobs are not not in the coronavirus. Stay away from them. And they put a very funny picture up. Uh, I'm not going to talk more about it, but just if you're going to toss somebody salad, just don't do it. Just Just say no. And Trevor Lawrence started a GoFundMe page campaign for coronavirus victims. They shut it down, but then they said that athletes can uh, do fundraising efforts to help victims of the coronavirus pandemic, which is nice. And uh, also plan to write, him and his girlfriend plan to write letters to anyone directly impacted by coronavirus or to healthcare workers to lift their spirits. That's nice. Yeah, pretty good. A, a little kid in my uh, township got the coronavirus. I didn't say who, but kind of scary. Janoris Jenkins got a three-year restructured, three-year, twenty-seven million dollar contract with the Saints. I found a great cereal, my three wishes, and I really liked it. And my parents, my father doesn't want it. I said that had zero, uh, no salt in it. And yeah, PJ Walker. Hope it works out for him with the freaking. Works out for him with the Carolina Panthers. And so Matt Rule brought him, Robbie Anderson brought in him, and the Rams will meet, read mean tweets after new logo telethon raised over $2 million for corona relief. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. I just don't think it's it's not that nice. And Don, Don Terry Poe 
former De Panthers DT signs with the freaking Cowboys. Obi Toppin of Dayton, AP Player of the Year, announces he's entering the draft. I'm not shocked about that. Yeah, read me tweets. Read what you want to read. It's all good. I hope for, you know, I just hope, yeah, I think I think I like that idea of NBA players. I should put it out there. Maybe I'll put out the Trey Young. How about you put up, uh, how about you uh, compete via satellite? How about you compete in a game of horse against other young NBA players? I'm going to put that out there. All right, Gumbo Chef and I are working out tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. trivia question from yesterday. Okay, last show's trivia question. Youngest player in Major League Baseball history to hit 50 home runs in a season. Prince, Prince Fielder was 23 when he hit 50 in 2007. And he, then he signed that 184, what, $200 million contract and got hurt and never played again. Okay. Who is the only player in Major League Baseball history to hit 50 home runs in a season during the 1970s and 80s. Who was the only player in Major League Baseball history to hit 50 home runs in a season during the 1970s and 1980s? So you won't get that one. And he is a former Met. So everybody stay safe, stay inside. Don't see a Harley Quinn movie. And I'm not really crazy. I told you, Westworld season three, eh. I'm gonna watch, I think today I'm gonna watch uh, Blood, whatever, the one with Vin Diesel. Blood Sport, something like that, I don't know. Have a great day, folks. Peace out. Talk to you soon.